You are listening to the sermon podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church. We are a community in Madison, Wisconsin, who gathers to worship, to learn, to serve, and to grow together in God's love. Please visit us online at www.covenantmadison.org, where you can find information about Covenant Ministries, as well as links to our online worship services and sermon podcasts. Our scripture reading for this morning comes to us from the 21st chapter of John's Gospel. It is likely an epilogue um, penned by someone who, other than the evangelist, but it has good things for us to learn from. So I call your attention now and ask you to listen for the word of God to you this day. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed them himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we'll go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you, because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. 
A second time Jesus said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten the belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, Jesus said to him, follow me. Amen. Thanks be to God for this word from Holy Scriptures. One of the fond memories of summertime that I carry with me from my childhood is fried perch for breakfast. If the fishing had been successful the day before, the next morning my mother would take the fish, roll it in flour, fry it in butter until it was a nice golden brown, and serve it for breakfast. Now that was a summer breakfast at the lake. So when Jesus, the risen Christ, greets his friends one morning on the shore of the Sea of Tiberias with the charcoal fire going and the fish nicely cooking, it causes the child in me to remember. And it endears our Lord to me in a new way. This is the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead, the third and final time, according to John's Gospel. I find it fascinating that our risen Lord cooks his disciples a breakfast picnic on the beach as one of his three appearances after the resurrection. Breakfast the most important meal of the day, according to modern-day nutritionists, cooked over a charcoal fire by Jesus. Jesus takes care of the practical needs of his disciples. Having first given them a suggestion of where to fish, the other side of the boat, guys, and knowing that they must be hungry after a long night of fishing, Jesus says, come, come on, have some breakfast. He feeds them with a morning beach party picnic. Jesus took the bread and gave it to them, and he did the same with the fish. How cool is that? And then, after everyone has had their fill of bread and fish, After their bodies have been nourished by the risen Christ, the scene shifts a bit 
and Jesus gets down to business. He speaks directly to Simon Peter. You remember Peter? The one who denied Jesus three times on the night before his arrest? Well, here at the beach, Jesus turns to him, not using the familiar Peter, but the more formal Simon, son of John, and asks, do you love me more than these? And Jesus asks it not just once, but three times. Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? The first time Peter responds, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. The second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? The second time Peter responds, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. The question is put a third time. Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? By now, Peter is feeling hurt because Jesus asked the same questions three times as if Jesus didn't believe his answer. So Peter replies, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And what were Jesus' responses to Peter? The first time, feed my lambs. The second time, tend my sheep. The third time, feed my sheep. In a word, I think Jesus is saying to Simon Peter and to the gathered disciples, and saying to us, if you love me, then show it. Live it. Share it. Don't deny me with your words and your actions. Show that you love me by how you live your life. We are to make a connection, you see, between our love for Jesus, our love for the risen Lord, and our love and care for others. We are called to live out our love for Jesus by caring for the sheep of God's pasture. Do you see what's happening here? Jesus feeds the disciples giving them charcoal-grilled fish and bread for breakfast to fill their bellies. And then he sends them out. You've had your breakfast. Now go out and take care of others. Feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. Feed my sheep. This morning, 
Jesus feeds us. It's not breakfast on the beach, but it is the bread of life and the cup of salvation at the Lord's table. Here we are fed not to fill our bellies, but to fill our hearts. Not to nourish our bodies, but to nourish our souls. Each time we break bread together and share the cup of Christ, the risen Lord is present with us, present to fill and to nourish. And then he sends us out, out into the world to live the resurrection life, to live an abundant life, to share abundant life with others, to live life in all of its fullness as we follow Jesus out into the world. We gather here at this table, but then we march right out that door to make a holy difference in the world. Feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. Feed my sheep, Jesus said to Peter, to the one who had denied the Lord three times at the critical moment. And we too are sent out, fully aware that we too are not perfect and mess up a whole lot of times, at least I do, but fully aware that our discipleship is sometimes wanting, but we're still sent out to do the best we can as we seek to share, to care for the sheep of God's pasture. I remember those summertime breakfasts of fried perch. I also remember those occasions when the sacrament of the Lord's Supper held more meaning for me than usual, and I truly felt that I was in the presence of the Holy God, the Lord. But I'm not being very faithful if I only remember those events. I can't just take the bread in the cup this morning and remember the Lord Jesus as if it were simply a nice story from times past. If Jesus is indeed the risen Lord for us and for all, then we need to remember that with his feeding of body and soul, he sends us out inviting us to follow him into the ordinariness of our lives and to make an extraordinary difference in the lives of others. This day, let us be fed. Let us be truly fed that we might have the nourishment and the sustenance to follow him out into the world, that the world might have life, and have it abundantly. Come on, disciples. Let's go make a difference. Amen.